Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some tips and tricks and stories and just general a little bit about us as a married couple that owns and operates a business together. Yeah. So, Craig, what's been going on with you? Uh, you know what? We had a very nice night the other night. We went on a date night together. We did. It's been a while. I feel like it's, I mean, like, uh, so I'll say this. There have been a couple of times where we have snuck out and left our kids who are a little bit, you know, getting to the age where we can leave them home for a little bit. And we've left our kids and maybe we've gone and had a quick dinner at the restaurant that's just around the corner. But last night was like a true, like, just you and I, we left, the, the kids were with my mother and we had a nice date night. Yes, we went more than... 300 feet away from our house. Yes, we did go more than 300 feet away from our home and we went to another town and it was a night. We were gone for like four hours, went for a nice ride along the beach. It was it was, it yeah, was, it was a good nice. time. Yeah, we put the top down on the Jeep. We went to a restaurant right on the ocean. We drove around a little bit. It was, it was a good time. I don't think it would have been four hours if the waiter had known we were his table, though. But you know what's funny is I was I was sort of relaxed enough that it didn't bother me tremendously. I think it only started bothering me like after, I don't know, like 20 minutes of nobody coming to do service. That it I was, was more when I saw the five tables around us had drinks and appetizers and no one had been by our table than I was like, I think it's been a long time. I don't think they know who has our table. Yeah, like three waiters have looked at us and no one has stopped by. That's weird. But you politely went up and said, hey, I don't think anybody has our table. Can somebody come wait on us? Yes. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, so yeah it was, was fine. And were, it was nice that we didn't have the time pressure. So Yeah, it was nice to not have the, the time pressure. And, and, and this actually, going on a date night actually kind of, you know, kind of ties into what we're going to talk about this week, Allison. It does. I thought this week we could talk a little bit about the pros and cons of working together. And and I, I think we get it a lot. Like I, a lot of our friends, both your female friends and my guy friends or vice versa, are always look at us like we're crazy that we work together. And they always say, oh, I could never work with my wife. Yeah, I think sometimes we are crazy, though. I think we, you have to, I guess to, <laughs> I guess to work together, you do have to have a little bit, a little bit of crazy. And I think we've talked a lot over the last 50, what, two episodes about, you know, we've talked with our guests and we've talked with each other a little bit about like the pros and the cons of it. But I thought today we could really kind of talk about and maybe even like question and answer each other. Like, what do you think is good about working with me or working together? And what is challenging or kind of? not as good. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a, there's a ton to kind of unpack here. There's a lot for us to, you know, sort of talk about. And I think there are days where some of the cons are pros and some of the pros are cons, I guess, in some way, um, you know, for, for you and I, I think that we're, we're both very tenacious people when it comes to achieving something to, if it's a goal, if it's a, if it's, for me, if it's selling a project, if it's hitting this number in the budget for you, we we both are t tenacious people in general and we want to achieve and we want to be good at what we do. So I think that that really helps us working together. Like, I think it would be very hard if one of us and I mean, I would I would say that I'm the lazier of the two of us. But I think it would be very hard if one of us was like super lazy or super not motivated. Um, and the other one was for us to be able to work together. Yeah, I think that I 
have a lot of good skills and qualities, but I think that I do better when I'm partnered with somebody who balances me out. I am not necessarily the person you want talking to people, but um, I'm happy to make those checklists and check the numbers and get the behind the scenes stuff done. Well, I'll give you an example. And this is one of those examples where sometimes you, like for us as a couple, it's good because there are times that you go off the deep end and I got to kind of reel you back in. Last week, work was crazy. We had a lot of issues at work. We're leaving for vacation. I think we've talked about it before. We're leaving for this two week vacation and you were very stressed about that and being away from the business. And you turned to me at one point and you were like, I'm just not going to go. You take the boys and go. And and I'm just going to stay here and work. Uh, And I, and I was like, simmer down. Like it's time to like, you're gone. You've gone off the deep end. It's time to like calm down. And I think you do it for me on the other end where I get so worked up sometimes about an email that I've gotten or something little that I'm just like so frustrated about it. And you are able to come from that other side and be like, listen, calm down. It's not a thing. Like let's just reply or let's deal with the problem and, and we'll fix it. Yeah. I think that's one of the, I think one of the negative things is that we can affect each other's moods. Like I could be okay. And then you come home or you come into the office and you're annoyed and then I'm annoyed and I'm upset and tense. Do you think that's gotten better or worse over the years? I think that overall it's gotten better because I think our systems at work have gotten better. I think right now it's not because we're in this transition period and we're understaffed. And so I think that it's worse because you're a little and we're both a little uptight to begin with. And so it's just making us spiral because we're trying so hard to get everything back in order. Yeah, we used to we used to always say that you were whenever I was having a bad day, you had to be the good day or and whenever I was having a, you know, a good day, you had to and you had the bad day. We had to balance. Like none of, we weren't allowed to have bad days on the same day. And I tend to I tend to feel now, at least in the last few months, as things have gotten more a little more stressful in the business that it it has gotten like we're both like just frustrated some days. But I feel like that that's also true with our production manager our key manager it's like if if you and i are cool and he comes in and he's annoyed then we're we are annoyed and that's terrible And we have to find a way to um not allow that negative energy to affect all of us and maybe that's a whole nother thing to unpack our guests to talk to to talk us through (laughs) yeah i mean i think that yes the emotional roller coaster that can be the owning and operating a business with your significant other is hard sometimes because you, uh, unlike anybody else, unlike your average, you know, married couple that she has a job and he has a job or, or whatever, when the person comes home, they can vent about their job, but it doesn't really affect the other person other than being there as a support staff. Where with you and I, like if I come home and I complain about something that's happened that day, you also take ownership of it. Right. And I want to fix it or solve it or find a way not to have it happen again. And then it just becomes this spiral. Yeah. I think the I think one of the other uh, good and bad things about owning and operating a business together is that when we have to leave or go somewhere or do something, it's two key people in the business that are away at a time. Right. And, you know, we've talked a lot about how over the last year, since we decided to go on this two week trip, I've been working on replacing myself in a lot of those roles. And I think we've done a really good job. Um, but I'm never going to be out of it entirely, you know? So um, I think overall they're ready, they can do it, but there are things that only I can do still. And there are 
I'm here, I'm there for support for, for things that only I can support. So I think that that's stressful for me when I sat down with my team this week, you know, they were like, what are you worried about? And I'm like, all of these things. And, uh, yeah, so I, it'll, it'll be an interesting exercise in stepping away from some of this day-to-day things and seeing how we, how, how we've done and setting up and prepping. Well, and it's part of it is like doing like the, the question exercise that I do every now and then where I just write down all the questions people ask me and I go, should I really be answering this question? And part of it is, is I feel like there are a lot of questions that come to me and a lot of decisions because I'm an owner that have to be made every day because of me. And so sometimes when you're away, there's a double-edged sword. One is you worry, are those decisions getting made? Are they getting made correctly? Or And two is, is on the other end, it's like, how many times are they going to bother me when I'm on vacation about a question, you know? And it's, and, and unfortunately, I think sometimes for our team, there's, there's, they can't win, you know? It's like, I think if, if they make a decision and we disagree with it, then that's a problem. And I think that, you, you know, so you try to support them and say, hey, listen, you've got this. There's nothing to worry about. And I, like I've said to everybody on our team about us going away for two weeks, it's like, listen, it's not like you're going to be able to like scuttle the ship in two weeks. Like it's, it's going to be okay. There might There's be problems. <laughs> there might be problems and there might be things we need to fix when we get back, but do your best and make your best judgment. So yeah, I but, think it's an opportunity for seeing what we need to work on in the next, in the coming year after this and you know, what worked well, what didn't work well. Um, I just don't want anybody to be frustrated or overwhelmed. And that's, that's my biggest concern. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, sometimes where the business falls in our, you know, hierarchy of life compared to, you know, anybody else. Like being married, like how do you feel like where where does the business usually fall when we are talking about family and friends and life and marriage? I think we have done a good job of trying to separate, you know, work and home, um, but it it sneaks in. You know, we'll, we've been away with my family for the weekend and gotten an email from work and that just spirals us and, you know, we feel like we have to address it right away. And I think that, again, as we've gotten a little bit better, as our systems have gotten better, that has happened less and less. Um, I'd love to see it happen not at all. But I think that, you know, trying to be proactive about as much as we can so that we can have work life and home life. Um, I saw an interesting post on one of my, you know, networking chat groups. And the question was, you know, how do you separate work from home? And a lot of the answers were like, you don't, you never shut off. And I was like, oh no, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're, if you never shut off and you never have boundaries. Um, I went, I took, I, I snuck out and took a hooky day two weeks ago and I was very good about not having my phone with me, but I took it to lunch so we could take pictures and habit, just habit. I hit the, I hit the email button. It's like, you know, one of the things that they talk about in the book clockwork is when you go away, literally delete your email app, delete your interoffice app, those kind of things. And so my admin's going to delete our interoffice chat app. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to let her delete my email this time, but maybe adjusting my notifications so that I don't see as many. Well, I think about it from like, you know, when our parents ran, or when your parents ran the business and, you know, prior to like, 
when you went away, you didn't have these things that tethered you to the business. We didn't have cell phones that had, you know, and even like I think about some of the first times when you and I first started running the business in the early 2000s, like we had flip phones. Like we didn't, we didn't even really text message or we didn't have internet on our phones. Like it was still very primitive. I mean, I don't think we got email on our phones till, I don't know, 2008, nine, somewhere around there. And so now it's like you go anywhere and you have to take, well, you don't have to, I you guess. You have but, to take your phone. But you have your cell phone everywhere you go. And like on there's the email and on there. And that's one of the things that is definitely hard is like finding that that break between, you know, uh, that. But I think, you know, when you think about the hierarchy of where the business falls in our lives, I think it's funny. And we'll always say the kids are first, our relationships first, our family is first. But sometimes we don't act like it is. But I agree with you. I think sometimes we definitely don't act like it is. And it's so hard. Like sometimes... Even like little things, like I'll be at the baseball field coaching my son's game and just look down at my phone and there'll be a text or a or a missed call or an email and I'll be like, and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to have to deal with that when this is over, you know, or even like from the end of like last night on our date night. We tried really hard not to talk about work, but it definitely crept back in. Well, and then you got a text in the middle of dinner that was something that needed to be addressed for first thing this morning. So it was like, what do you do? Right. And so I think it's it's hard. It, it is very hard as a couple, you know, when you're trying to break that a little bit and have that home life balance to to do that, to find that space. What else do you think is good about working together? I mean, I think it's really, I think... And we talked about this a few episodes ago. I think it's been really great for our relationship. Like there are days and times where I think we get frustrated with each other. And I think any couple and any business partner are going to get frustrated with each other. But it, it has put us, I think, our relationship at a point where like we know what the other we know the other person's move. We know what the other person is thinking. It, it is not hard for me to figure out when you're frustrated at me. You know, it's not. So I think it's really helped build our relationship. I, I'm. I'm nervous about when we decide to retire, what it, what it'll be like. And not because I think a lot of people have a hard time at retirement because they retirement is the first time that they spend 24 hours a day with their significant other. You and I spend 24 hours a day together most days. Like we are, we share an office, you know, I mean, granted I have to go out of the office sometimes on meetings, but like, you know, we are around each other and talk to each other all the time. Or I think a lot of couples, when they come to retirement, they, that's the first time they come together. So it's either they're excited and spend a lot of time together or that, you know, it's a challenge. I think for you and I, it's going to be a challenge because I think one of the things that we know is how to work together, like Mm -hmm. doing something, creating, being an owner, operator, whatever. And so I think it'll be hard for us to like, just stop and like, I mean, the first week will be great, but I think after like a month or whatever, we'll be like, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're going to have to redefine who we are and what our role is, because as much as we aren't defined by our jobs, we're we're defined by our roles in our jobs with each other. That's you have a role. I have a role. And that's kind of how we fit together. Well, and I think it's funny because like when you and I go away and it's just you and I or we we take time. Sometimes we have our best conversations about being business owners, about the business itself, like walking on the beach on vacation. And I know that like that breaks the idea of separating work and vacation or work and personal. But I also think that like sometimes we have our best brainstorming when, you know, we've calmed down. We're not in the fire. We're able to like take a step back and 
you know, look at the big picture. You have that white space. Yeah. And so, like, that's where it's hard for me. I I, I, I think there's good and bad with that. What, what do you think is good about working with each other? I think that the common goal, the common life goal, the common work goal, you know, at the end of the day, we want the same thing. You know, we talked about this with our production manager in terms of, like, what's the next 10 years look like? We may have different ideas on how we're getting there. But the end goal is the same. We all want the same thing. And we're united in that common goal because we want to succeed. So we push each other and we support each other. And I think that that's really good um, because if we're not doing that, if we're not both succeeding independently, we're not succeeding together. Yeah. And, you know, I think that for the entirety of our relationship, it's always been the idea of creating, working together you know, and not in like a, a hokey, we're getting married and we have to, you know, build it. But like in literal, like we owned a business together. We've, you know, owned rental properties. We've done things where we've worked together to to achieve something. And and I think that for me, it's a it's fun now. It's gotten to a point where it's fun. Like I I enjoy it. There are days that it drives you crazy. No, I, I, I get that. There are days that we're like. We, we want to claw at each other and that would be, it would be unhealthy if we weren't like that. And I think a lot of times that's how we suss things out is, is we have not heated conversations, but we have passionate conversations about topics, about whatever it might be, if it's something in the office, if it's something with whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I just like the fact that I think that you and I are at a point where like, we don't go to bed at night angry about it. Like, and that, that we've, we've created a point where we may have a disagreement about something in the business. We may sit and have a heated conversation about something going on. But at the end of the, t at the end of the day, we get in bed at night, we give each other a kiss. We're happy. I'm usually in bed and sleep before you're you get into bed. Usually, There's no kissing. You're usually in bed. You usually give me a kiss before you go upstairs and get in bed. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm a night owl. You're not. So Craig, what are some tips that you think, married couples who are working together should keep in mind? Well, I think one thing that will help you not only as a couple, but as a business owner is to find that white space is to find time where if it's, if it's during a trip, if it's on a walk on the beach, if it's getting away from the business office and renting a hotel or a conference room or whatever, find white space to get away and talk about the business. And, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be just about the function and things in the business. Talk about goals. Talk about the money. Talk about, you know, capital improvements or whatever it might be. And I think that's always been helpful for us is that we've always kind of scheduled that white space time for us to be able to focus on things that aren't day-to-day -day fires. Yeah. I would also say set boundaries for both work and home, you know whose role is going to be what to manage and what are your, you know, topics that you're not going to talk about and what is your, what's your time frame for not checking your email, for not returning calls when you're at home or you're at work. Yeah, definitely. I think another thing would be is, is to, to work on being open and honest with each other to, you know, and, and you and I are, are guilty of this too. Like sometimes we'll make passive aggressive comments at each other. Try not to do that stuff. Try not to, to, you know, 
be honest, be honest about how you feel about what's frustrating you be open about your ideas. And you should be, I would hope that if you're a married couple and you're in a business together, that you have that comfort, you feel that safety of being able to be honest and say what you feel to your partner. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think scheduling date nights, even if you can't go out to do them, setting aside some time and, you know, if you get the year of dates box and have the cards or you do something after the kids are in bed. Uh, when our kids were little, we had hot tub Fridays, so they were in the house. But after we put them to bed, we get into the hot tub and watch TV. And that would just be a kind of a separation from the typical routine that was our at-home date. Definitely. And, and you know... I would say agree on the important things and come to an agreement on those things and be willing to give a little bit of ground if you need to or or, or, or what that you guys as a married couple or as a, as a couple are on the same ground together. I think that being professional at work, work is work and home is home. Sometimes you have to act like that whether you work at home or you work in an office and you have one staff member or 17 staff members, you know, no matter where you are, your clients and your teammates are looking to you to be professional and set the example. Yeah. I never call you honey at work. You're always Allison. Yeah. I'm definitely going to call you Bubby at work tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think those are some good things, you know, date night, um, you know, and, just do your best to to plan, you know, for those those things. Plan for those date nights. Plan for working together. Plan for that white space. Yeah, and talk about potential roadblocks. The what ifs. What if this comes up? How are we going to handle it? Because if something does come up, then you're already on the same page and you already know how to handle it. And it's easier to kind of talk about scary things um, when they're not scary yet, and when they haven't happened yet. What do we do if economy tanks and we need to downsize. How do we make those decisions? It's a lot easier to do those before you're faced with having to actually do them. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we are, you and I are planners. So we, we've, we, we have all the, we try to work out and you, it, you never get the one that happens, but you try to work out every, you know, scenario along the way. But yeah, I think that we're very lucky. I think as a married couple working together, we, we are very lucky that we work well together. The business has grown the years that we've owned it and operated it and continues to. And I think that, you know, as a married couple, it would be it's great for you to be able to have that time with the person that you love. That's your best friend and your business partner. Yeah. And to set a great example for your children or your grandchildren and the people around you. Definitely. Definitely. So thanks for listening. Allison, what have we been listening to this week uh, for Audible.com? So we've been re-listening to StoryBrand by Donald Miller, and we're actually working through the workshop stuff in the book with our marketing assistant to kind of help rebrand our marketing. So what StoryBrand does is it shows you how to capture your client's attention with clear messages. Um, it takes you through all the stages of how to define those messages, what to think about, um, in a really easy way. And as we've been working through this, we've been looking at other websites and other companies and kind of seeing, oh yeah, that's why they have positioned themselves the way they have. They've made it easy to work with 
that co- that company. And that's really kind of what we're trying to do is change our branding and change our messaging so it's a little easier and more clear and concise. Yeah, Story Brand by Donald Miller. Great book if you get a chance. And it's available on audible.com. And we'll give you a free 30 days. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and you get a free 30 days of Audible on us. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Biz Married. And don't forget, look for us online. Find us on Twitter or Instagram at Biz Married or look for us on Facebook. Just search Married with a Business. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. We appreciate it. And don't forget, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business.